0: Welcome to episode 105 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And
1: how you doing, buddy? Awesome. I threw that little pause in for effect. Yeah, you always do. Always do. So dramatic. I don't know, man. Hey, you know, honestly, I'm just happy that I plugged in this mic into the MacBook Pro and it worked. Yeah. We're on a good roll here today.
0: I've got a little different angle here of your office. Normally, I...
1: Well, this is a new office. Oh, it's a different office? This is a different office. It's very nice. Is it going to be your new office or? Just me. Nice. Yes, I have a... Now, it's kind of funny because my office is sandwiched between the other two marketing offices, so it's like the doors will be open and stuff. It is what it is, but it's nice.
2: It's really Nice. nice. So,
1: yeah, we did a whole renovation of these three rooms up here. There's a fourth room that... Is directly attached to my old office, and that's going to become the new studio slash camera room because there's nice shelves on the wall. It's just, it's disgustingly ugly. It's from the 70s. It's gross. It needs updated. Um, so I'm I don't know when that'll happen, but you know we're still looking at some big projects. I don't know. We're we're talking. Did I ever talk about the storefront on the podcast? I don't even. Remember. I don't know if you did on the podcast. i I know we've talked about it. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, that's just a little nugget. I have no idea if I talked on, about it on the podcast. I'd have to look through my notes. But we are doing a storefront right up the road from here for the marketing team very soon. But what I thought was very soon and what the borough is telling us is very soon are two totally different timelines. Right. So we're looking at probably a year to get that approved and then another year for construction. And so that's what really pushed us to renovating these office spaces because we're continually hiring on the sales and marketing team. And if it's going to be a year and a half to two years before we can move the marketing team right up the road, we need the office space. So we decided that it was pertinent to have this space available and usable in the meantime. So it feels kind of silly to make space nice when you know you're about to leave it. But at the same time, I'm, like how many shops have you been in, and how many times have you expanded? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it,
0: it's got to be so nice to. I, I just, I was thinking, it's got to be so nice to have space in your building that you can just expand into. Um, you know, just to have, just to have like spare offices. You're like, oh, okay, we'll just, we'll go, we'll go ahead and clean this one up and use this office. That'd be like, that's one thing I. That's that's going to be our issue here at this building
2: is, um, is if we want any more offices, we're going to have to. We're going to have to build offices. And so we have room to
0: expand into, but there's no offices there. We're going to have to expand into space and build offices. Right. And we're going to have to pay more to do it. Whereas, like, you guys just already have.
2: Yeah. No, all we did was buy, we just bought paint, furniture, drywall, flooring, and did it. So there,
1: there is a lot of space here. It's just not, it's not efficient space. It's all over the shop. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the biggest downside, I would say, is like we have a little bit of space here, a little bit of space there. Whereas the storefront's gonna consolidate all marketing and firearm stuff into one location. So yeah, for now, I'm definitely not complaining. It's uh it's just that balance where it feels kind of silly to put too much money into something you know you're gonna move out of, but these offices will always exist here. Yeah. And it's you, not a bad idea.
0: Yeah. No, I I mean, it's your building, so it never hurts to to put money in and invest in your building. So um yeah, we actually our our uh kind of break room, meeting room is also our video room. So right now we've got and we got black backdrops pinned up to the walls and lights out and the tables moved out of the way and we're It's not ideal, but it it works. Uh, I I would love to in the future, whether it's here or the next building, have, uh, have a studio that's
1: just dedicated studio. Yeah, there's something about having a space where you could have your tripod set up marked in their locations. You could have your lighting set up where it doesn't move and you knew that you could just kind of sit down and do your thing. And that's how my office, like my office right here, is the office or room that some folks would have seen on my Keystone Carry channel or, you know, even some of the talking videos we did on TA. Now it's just being used for my workspace, but we're still going to use this for the talking videos because I've got nice wooden shelves and, you know, I got LED lighting coming. So everything will be accented, canvas prints of targets and stuff up on the wall that are. Um, that'll be here before too long. So it's just a nice space, but yeah, now that I'm here, we need another space to kind of have cameras and lighting and stuff set up. But
2: I promise that as soon as I finish that office, we're going to need to hire somebody else and they'll end up in that office. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, we we're just chatting for a little bit before this. It seems like we're both,
0: both kind of in the middle of of some new new product release stuff. And what's what
1: what what's going on over there with that for you guys? So we've done kind of a soft drop of the bullet trap, and during the summer there's going to be an official marketing release of this system. So I'm not talking about it a ton. It's on our website. Whatever people are finding it, I don't like doing things like that, but. That is such a complex, big system. I need to nail down some locations and be able to get five or six of them to a location with a team, SWAT team or military unit or something. Um, or just us. I don't know. Maybe we'll just wing it and make everybody mad. But we just I, I need to plan that out properly so that we can answer all the questions about the system. But I didn't want to hold it back from people finding it because obviously I want to sell that system. So that was kind of like a little soft drop we did. Um, we're working on a new offshoot of the app family of targets. So kind of a behind the scenes of what's about to happen is all of next week, Monday through Thursday, we're talking the lineage of the ADAP system. So each day is a different system and the why behind the system leading up to something special on Friday, which you could probably put two and two together people that listen to the podcast Um, and that's what we've been cranking through so a lot of photos a lot of videos uh, just preparing content over probably the last month we have content that we edited and we're just sitting on it because all of it includes this new system so it's in that weird phase where it's like wow we've got tons of content but nothing to post because
2: this thing hasn't dropped yet right But that's, that's been the crazy, I don't know, just trying to keep up with that. And
1: yeah, it's always easier said than done. Even if you come up with a really good plan, it just doesn't go quite right. (laughs) You know? Yeah.
2: And we we had to move our, our drop. We were going to try to drop it uh, this Friday as in tomorrow, but, and we, we maybe could
0: have, but we'd be, we, we would be like, just getting everything uh, ready just in time. I'm like, you know what, let's let's give ourselves an extra week just to make sure all our ducks are in a row and even to create extra content. Because one of the things that that I've kind of realized with some of the past past product launches is like, we work really hard at making just the content we need for the launch. And then after it's launched, I have nothing different or new to so i'm like you know let's get our our intro stuff done and 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 the reveal stuff done and let's you know let's try to at least get a couple of weeks of of other content uh yeah you know edited and ready so that so it's lined up so we can keep pushing it right yeah that's it's super easy
1: to take a product and drop it not easy okay the that's challenging it's challenging to shoot the content, tell the story, have the product, have the graphics, have the website, whatever so it's not easy, but what's even more difficult is
2: then sustaining the message for the next three, four months, right and that's the part where you know it
1: yeah, it's just so easy to forget that oh, I need content for the next year of this thing, and not that you have to get it all in in one fail swoop, but yeah, it's. Once you have the content edited, it's super easy for me to just drop it all and just like puke it out. And there's definitely an aspect where you want to sustain that message because you want to touch as many people as possible. You want people to send the videos to other people. You want multiple opportunities to actually reach people. So yeah, we're working on that as well. I wouldn't feel bad about it because one of the things we do really I would say really good with our content is we get a ton of it, What we don't do super good is figuring out how else can we use the content we shot. Yeah. And so that, like, I don't know if you noticed on Keystone, like I dropped (laughs) that ammo Bay video, which is just a funny video of me raining ammo down on giggles. Um, Hmm. But then we did kind of a colorway. We took screen grabs of the color graded footage and I dropped that over on Keystone. So that's like a little way that, we're going to start doing something we're going to start doing to post something on TA and then use Keystone to kind of reinforce what we just did over on TA, but not regurgitate the same video. Like I don't want to just post one video two separate places. Um, the other stuff that we're coming up with is different ways to use our footage for reels and TikTok, and which is funny. I, I still feel really weird like telling people, yeah, we post stuff on TikTok. I get self conscious about it. You should be. You should be really embarrassed. Yeah, I I don't dance and I don't sing on camera, so like I'm not supposed to be there. But you don't shake your booty. I mean, I do, but just not on camera. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like some of these videos we just dropped on TikTok have over 220,000 views and 10,000 likes and hundreds of comments. Yeah, I wish I could get
0: i've i post stuff on there maybe and there's a few things there's a few things i posted i'm like all right this this isn't going to be like tiktok famous stuff but it's still decent stuff and then there's some things i post i'm like all right this fits tiktok this is going to be great and i get like
1: one comment and five views and dude it's it's so random it's so random i don't know i don't i'm not a pro at that i just I look at it as I'm not going to focus tons of energy and time on it. But if I can drop the same content that we're going to drop on IG, yeah. like I'll, I'll do it. And if they let it get through, it's like they ban so much stuff, they block so much stuff. Um, but yeah, if I, if I can do that and reach people, because like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's just bots. But there's a lot of people on TikTok, like a ton. Oh, yeah. And as far as gun people, there's virtually none. Like there's, there are people that are into guns, but it's not like 2015 Instagram or 2017 Instagram. It's, it's a totally different subcategory of people that I guarantee know nothing about our company because they tell me that in the comments. Yeah. And to me then it's like, oh, okay. So, you know, we can get a thousand likes on Instagram, you know, maybe 2000 views on the story. Or I drop this video, it gets 220,000 views on TikTok and I have 10,000 comment or 10,000 likes and 500, 600 comments. It's like, wow, that's ridiculous. So, yeah, I'm definitely not putting all my eggs in that basket, but there are some eggs in that basket. Yeah. Uh, So, I know on past podcasts,
0: I've stepped onto a soapbox about TikTok. Um, I have. I spent a little more time on it and just for like with the algorithm and things I've liked and followed,
2: I've, I've got it more palatable, but with that said, I, the, there's absolutely people there that, that it, it
0: is uncharted territory and, and a whole new group of people that largely aren't gun people, which is what we want, you know, like we don't want to ha- be in the same echo chamber of, talking to the same people over and over again um you know we want to reach reach people not only for for our business but just for educating people on gun rights anyway because if we don't do it all they're going to see is what the media puts out which is garbage
2: garbage yeah hot garbage hot garbage all of it is hot garbage literally yep yeah i was just just
1: saying that to somebody yesterday On the topic of media, just having a conversation with somebody and they're like, oh, well, my side's not I'm like, yeah, yeah, all the the sides are all the sides are hot garbage. It's selling advertising space. If they can keep your attention to sell advertising space, that's the business model. So just keep that in mind, people, when you're consuming media. So I'm going to get on a soapbox
2: about our industry. That was firing me up. I know what happened. So, um, writing this down.
0: Greg is fired up. <laughs> so, it, it it became clear to
2: me that the uh, gun industry, our our people, are just as knowledgeable on legal um, stuff. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna sound stupid here
0: too, but like. We uh, we are just as ignorant about
2: how government works as what Democrats are on how guns work. Let me explain. Explain. So, um, was it last week?
0: Biden had his uh had his uh
2: executive action uh press conference, right? So the biggest thing is people.
0: It, it became very clear that people have no idea the difference between executive action and executive order, and there is a massive difference. They sound the same, and they sound like they could be interchangeable, but there is a massive difference
2: between action and order. So as soon as you know, it it as soon as they announced that he's
0: going to be doing this this executive action gun uh gun thing of course our whole industry social media and stuff is blowing up here it comes which i don't disagree that he's very anti-gun and we should we,
2: and we need to be aware and 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 active but they said executive action they like on
0: the on the white house's website it listed everything that he was going to talk about and the word action was there was order was never used. Action was used. So I'm I'm scrolling through my social media, which is largely. The gun industry stuff, uh, you know, it's largely gun industry accounts. So I'm scrolling through and they're screen capping. Headlines from 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 media, from the White House, from from Biden, all of which say executive action. Then in the comments, they're saying, "Here comes executive orders. Here comes, you know, you know they're going to rain down gun orders on us. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to take our guns away." Then I see like gun owners of America. I, actually, I'm going to take it back. I don't know that I saw GOA do it, but I saw the NRA do it. I saw well, that's not surprising. Yeah, it's not surprising. Um, I saw account after account, and big accounts. Like I'm, I'm, um, I don't really want to name drop, but. So the biggest accounts with the biggest followings are all getting people all right all riled up saying that there's ex- executive orders coming, even though they've screen capped executive action. Executive orders are coming. And thankfully I was, like I was scrolling through comments and, and usually there was at least one person, you know, out of hundreds of people that are like, hey guys, this is executive action, it's very different, and they're trying to explain it. But of course, those comments get pushed to the bottom because all the other comments are actually getting you know, liked and re- and and replied on. So it's just it, w- it was it was firing me up that if if we are going to demand that
2: our government that Democrats need to learn what that which they want to ban and that they need to learn and
0: know how things work, well, we need to do the same thing. We need to know how things work. We need to be active in how they work the correct way and getting everybody riled up and trying to get money from people saying that, that sleepy Joe's, you know, is using executive orders to take our guns away. That is not at all what happened. And we could get more into that whole thing. It was a, it was a whole horse and pony show is, is all it was. Um, I didn't really
2: see, I don't know if I saw, I wasn't paying much attention. Um, I don't know if I saw people not showing, I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, I don't agree with executive actions
1: or orders. I don't think that the president should be dictating stuff. I just don't. I. I the one good thing for gun owners that are listening is if it's, an, if it does ever become an executive order, it's just going to get reversed with the next administration. Like that's, that's the downside of this. The, other aspect is like we have a republic for a reason that's supposed to go through processes largely should end up in gridlock so that dumb stuff
2: doesn't get passed that's okay and so there's a reason why he did executive actions and we and this is something that we should that should make us feel pretty good about all this they've got a they've been even split in the senate they have a democratic-led. Um. I'll just drop the word. What's the other branch? You're not listening to me. Yeah, I am, but I'm trying to find something <laughs> too because um, I'm going to add it in.
1: So it, they have. You have it, the House and Senate. And House and Senate. Yeah, House. Um. Yeah. So they. I was listening. I promise. I'm just. Um. I have a screenshot that I took the other day that is applicable to this. <laughs> gotcha. So they have control mostly. The fact that.
0: The Senate is split even doesn't mean really that Kamala is like the, the tiebreaker. They still need 10 Republican votes in order or do anything because of the filibuster. So it's Joe knows that they're not going to be able to do anything, even if they try to do executive order. It, 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 it's not going to it would get struck down and reversed even before the next administration. Um, the fact that he came out and did executive action should show us that they know that they can't do anything. <clears throat> um, so the fact that everybody, that not not, not everybody, but that so many people in, in the industry and so many big accounts in the industry were using the opportunity to spread misinformation, all to get people riled up or to try to get people's money. Um, Had me pretty disappointed and, and, uh, yeah. So, you know, like I said, we, we absolutely need to be vigilant and aware and educated and active because this administration is going to try and continue to do things. Um, really the most concerning thing I saw out of that was the guy that they are trying to appoint. And this is the other thing. He's not appointed. He's not, he's not in. But the guy that
2: they're got to be
1: confirmed, which again, we could. I'll be surprised if he actually I I guess I wouldn't be surprised, but. He has enough of a track record of like murder and maiming that I think that there's a good chance that he doesn't actually get confirmed to that position,
2: but that all you know, so there's. You know, I go back and forth with. um, I think largely you're correct.
1: So, you know, I've talked to my friend, Mick, you're friends with Mick carry trainer. I talk about this stuff with him a lot because um, he posts a lot about it. If you follow Carrie trainer, like you're going to see, and I don't align perfectly with them and that's okay. But largely we're very ignorant of all of us are ignorant of our Republic and how it works and the way things are
2: supposed to go. Um, that's in general across the board. And, and that's our own fault. <laughs> I definitely
1: think that there have been abuses of power, and we see that in this administration, the last administration, the previous, for the last 150 years, whatever, maybe since the inception of this republic. We see these abuses of power, and what's been the trend over the last 20, 30 years is the executive orders. And so that's what people I understand why people are bent out of shape. The pistol brace thing. I understand why people are bent out of shape. The ATF was the one that at the beginning told us we're good. And now that would be the agency that comes and says no. So I understand the outrage and I don't believe in our gun laws that we have. I don't agree with the restrictions that we have on firearms. So I also get it, but yeah, there's a, there's a fine line between throwing a tantrum And effecting change, you know, and sometimes you're like right on the edge of seeming like you're just on a, you know, on a rampage, but you're actually portraying info. Cause I, I want people amped up Mm -hmm. to be paying attention. But I I
0: want them to be doing it, but I want, I, I want it to be over the right things
2: in the right way because it fires us up when. When Joe gets up there and says that,
0: you know, says things like putting a brace on a gun makes it more deadly and and stuff, like we know that's like saying putting like what (laughs) we know that that's the same thing as saying that putting a larger gas pedal on your car makes your car more deadly or faster. You know, like it's just absurd. So we have to be careful how how and what we say that it also isn't absurd. So that was just my soapbox and pretty much all my employees here. You know, kind of heard me raining about that all that all that day like. And and be fair, you know, some of them didn't really know the difference between action and order either. Um so it was good. Like I think I think a lot of people got educated that day, uh, hopefully. But
2: I think so. the
1: biggest problem is just the fact that we can move on from this. Yeah, then. we can move on. The the biggest problem is Having a system in place where politicians are empowered to revoke rights or question the legitimacy of rights. And that's, it's so perplexing to me watching people swear an oath to a document and then in the same breath attempt to eliminate aspects of said document. Now, there are processes, and our Constitution has a process to amend itself, and there's, you know, some of my closest friends were making the argument that rights can change over time, and that's why the Constitution is amendable. However, that's not what this administration or any administration is trying to do, because if they would do it within the confines of the Constitution, we would be attempting to amend the Constitution. To be that simple, we would um, get the states together or we would have we would go through the process of constitutionally amending our rights, but they don't do that. They do it through backdoor legislation. They do it through sleazy tactics Um, like I I could actually get down with the uh, um, with someone coming out. You know, if if these progressives would actually stand up and say, we actually just want to amend the Constitution, I would actually have some respect for that because they understand the process then that it goes through yeah they understand how hard that would be but at least they're saying this is what we want to do now they're just like no we just want to ban your scary guns and it goes against all logic so yeah there's there is a lot of work to do and i think more and more companies need to be looking at themselves as media entities i've said that before
2: so that we can affect the change that we're looking for in different areas maybe that's tiktok maybe it's not you know what i'm saying yep and and honestly like when i was watching joe talk let's be the last thing i
0: say, and then we can move on when i was watching joe talk and he's saying like absurd things about braces he's saying absurd things like you can just buy
2: guns online and you can go to gun shows and not need background checks all all those things that, that we know are are flat out lies um, like it fires me up because I'm like if you believe that
0: that that we should restrict and ban that's fine that you believe that but don't lie to do it don't don't make stuff up and lie and pander to do it use truth use logic use facts
1: it doesn't sell
0: that like it, it, that's if this the, is that's the
1: thing is it doesn't sell
0: but if this is as big of a of a crisis as what they say it is then they
2: should be able to do that and if you have to lie to do it then it's pretty clear at least to me that that it's uh that's a bunch of bull so anyway we have lots of other stuff going on we think we can get off the no, I have nothing on. going on.
1: I I'm just sitting here twiddling my thumbs, <laughs> trying to figure out how to stay busy. I haven't
2: figured that out yet. Uh, so, um, I have something quite big and kind of a, this is a first and interesting going on. So, um, and
0: I got permission from Corey to talk about this. We we generally don't don't talk about um things going on with our employees but this isn't really a bad thing this is uh like i'm excited for cory and uh and, and, and i want to help him but so story is uh cory has his own business so oh, it's called harrington arms he uh he's a he's an awesome machinist and an engineer and comes up with, uh, with some really cool products uh like his main products are compensators for pistols which is kind of helps keep recoil down basically um and then he has some other things that that he's worked on over over the years well uh his business has has really taken off it's it's growing exponentially and the time that he needs to spend on it is is growing a lot um so it's been taking him away from here he's um we've we've we worked out. You know, he was. He's, he's been doing. He started doing like four tens so that way he he could have a three day weekend to work on it. Then we. He's he's been crushing it so much back there, <clears throat> in the machine shop that, that we're actually, um, pretty far ahead currently, on current stock stuff. So, uh, he's able to actually been work a little bit less hours here and work work more in his company. So, um. It's it's got to a point where we're just like I think. We should start working on an exit strategy, and I'm actually quite uh quite thankful for the situation that we're in because it could just have been he's like, hey, I'm putting my two weeks in them out, and then I have two weeks to
2: to find a replacement. Um But the way that it's worked out is we, we we've actually had uh, I'm
0: actually in a position where I can work with him to. Find a replacement and have him train them, and and kind of work his way out. So um, I've been interviewing people this week. Which I got to say, I don't love. I mean, I I don't mind. Like, I enjoy talking to people, and and I, I enjoy showing people the company and explaining what things are like around here. And it's been it's been really cool to see people come in that are currently working for like big companies um, that can offer a lot more than what I can as a small business, like a fairly new small business. I mean, we've got healthcare set up and we have an IRA and we have some of those things, but even those things can't offer what like a Parker Hannifin can and stuff like that. So I was concerned going into this. I'm like, who am I going to find that wants to come work for a little company and not, not have the benefits that you can get at, at, at a bigger company? Well, come to find out these bigger companies yeah you get uh you, you get paid well and you get you get great benefits but you're also uh, they're also slave drivers man like machinists are just like 5 512s five is not out of the norm for your average machinist right they just work to the bone so when i tell people hey uh you know i'm planning on you doing 40 hour weeks maybe if something crazy happens maybe 45 or 50 but i've yet to have to do that so 40 hours a week and i really don't care what 40 hours a week you work if you want to do 410s if you want to do 220s i don't I don't really care as long as the machining <laughs> as long as the machining gets done and it gets done right and when we keep up um so i, I could know.
1: do i could do 140 you could do 140
0: sense. if you want if you just want to i'm not sure i would Trust myself after hour twenty. Sticking I mean, my hand into a CNC machine. How hard could it machine.
1: possibly be? It's just hitting the <laughs> green button.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll just you, you. just chuck some metal in the. It changes the and tooling
1: a... on its own. It knows what it's doing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like it's like when I tell I have a couple of friends that are pilots. I'm like, to be a pilot these days, don't you just know how to run a computer? And you just sit down in the plane, it's turn all, on the computer, it's all and press and press takeoff, and it'll lane itself.
1: The hardest part is waking up in the morning and getting on the plane. Right. Same thing with the CNC machine. So, <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, like I'm in the middle of, of doing interviews. I'm about halfway through the people that I've, I picked out, but that whole process has been interesting. I, Cause I really have yet that this is the first time that we've like done real um, job posting and accepted real applications and really gone outside of kind of our circle um for a full-time position we've we've posted stuff out before if we've needed you know some part-time help with uh you know with getting stuff assembled and that that sort of thing
2: but uh this is the first first like real hire i guess is kind of what i say not to put down anybody
0: that's you know any of my employees that do listen to this that i've hired you you're actually hired
1: and I love this you, is a real thing, but this is a real thing. But then yeah, no, I, our typical approach to that is always headhunting. That's what I call it. Yeah. It's like we figure out who we think we know that would fit or somebody that refers us to somebody that sounds like they'll fit. And then you headhunt yep. and that there's a lot of, in a lot of ways you can streamline stuff like that, you know? And so I could understand how that would
2: be a little bit nerve wracking. Yeah, and, and you know, interviewing multiple people for sure. Yeah, and it's, and <clears throat> I'm I'm not even saying this stuff like to like, um, I don't know, like I mean, Corey's is so good at what he does. He's
0: he's so good at machining, and he's been able to help with engineering stuff as well. So, um, to to find somebody who has the same skill set, I'm like, it might take us six months to find somebody. So I was like, we should start the search now. Well, I got, I got like a half a dozen applications in of people that <clears throat> that can fit the bill. So, um, it, it might end up being that that we're able to help Corey move on to his next next train even sooner than what we thought. But at the same time, um, he's been helping. I mean, he's been pivotal in helping us with this next new product. Um, which by the way, I think I mentioned the name of it a few podcasts ago. Yeah. We actually we actually had to rename it. Cause I found I found something else that was similar enough that I was like, oh, we should rename it. So we're calling it the alias now. So um you know Corey's been pivotal in helping us with the alias, and there's right now there's three parts that we have to machine on it. And there's fixturing that we have to do and and more prototyping with that. So, you know, one of the challenges has been when do we bring somebody else new into this into this situation? Do we bring somebody in now before fit, you know fixturing's been been made so that so that the person has you know has a real a, a real clear clear understanding of how things work now or do we wait and bring them in after so that it's simply just training them how to make the parts on the fixture and it's already done. You know, there's there's, pro, and there's pros and cons to all of it. So that's some of the stuff that we're, that we're going on, um, that, we're, that we're trying to figure out right now. This year is just, I'm already a quarter way through the year. And between the new products coming up, between employee stuff going on with everybody here this year, there's babies, there's... There's there's military um, service and and time off uh, for some people. And there's um, there's, you know, in Corey's case, there's there's a full time job waiting for him on the other side. You know, there's it's just it's all exciting stuff, but it's it's all it's a lot of stuff, too. So,
1: yep.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a pretty crazy year. It already is. It's already been weird and cool and crazy and hectic and stressful. But all good. All good things. Yeah. Well, man, I think I need to
1: call it for the day and get back at it. Get some of this product release stuff done.
2: I don't know about you. I yeah, like I, sh- I should. Uh, yeah, I'm buried here. So.
0: Yeah, I appreciate your time, Jared. But I also appreciate everybody's time that's been listening, that tunes in every week to listen to us go on about
1: who knows what stuff, stuff,
0: lots of stuff. stuffs. So you guys can check us out and our and our, our businesses out. You can check me out on the NeoMag on Instagram and the Facebooks and the website is theneomag.com dot Where
1: can they find you, Jared? on tiktok at ta targets
2: <laughs>
1: just kidding i mean that is true but uh instagram ta targets youtube ta targets you know the use just search ta targets you'll find us mm-hmm. yeah cool man all right bud you have a
0: good day and we'll talk to you uh, next week sweet see you guys